Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Better Call Saul, Season 6, Episode 3, Rock and Hard Place. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Kurt, I have a question for you. I possibly have an answer. Do you want to be a friend of the cartel? Or do you want to be a rat? Ooh, I guess I... <laughs> this this is kind of a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation. Because if I, oh, yeah. if, I if I say, if I say, if I tell, if I publicly announce i will i'm willing to be a rat that well, that's not a that's already like a bad thing i feel like because you just don't want to be known as a rat really i don't know i just yeah. not a you know it's not a, even of the cartel you just don't want to but if i said a friend of the cartel i don't think law enforcement likes that either so the, the, the way i'll answer that is um i'll pretend like i i'll pretend like i misunderstood your question and i'll say yes i do enjoy kool-aid Okay. <laughs> I do like good answer. Good answer. Thank you. I know what you mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what I mean? Say no more. I got you. <laughs> no, no, really. There's nothing hidden behind it. I just, I uh, enjoy okay, it yeah, yeah. in general. Yep. So. Wink, wink, wink. Got it. Yep. Well, I guess again, more on Better Call Saul, though, <laughs> which is Mr. Sal, we've just seen the third episode of the latest season, uh, part one. And I have to guess, per tradition, Mr. Sal's rating. I think so. Here, I'll, I'll guess yours 10. <laughs> You're right. I was 10. <laughs> right. I'm not, I will also, I will make no qualms of trying to hide it horribly biased. So, I mean, if I, 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 to- I, I'm so anxious to see what kind of a stinker it needs to be in order to get you down to a nine. I'll tell you right now, last season, I probably would have given it every episode of 10. If you're I'll tell you right now. So I think, like, I didn't hate any of the episodes last season. I know you had a, a bag man, you know, you, you, you had a bit of a gripe with in terms of that, which I understand. I see your perspective on it, but just know I would, cause I remember our, that was our whole disagreement, but I, I would have given all I, I, cause I rewatched the season. I liked every episode of that. Like, it was, Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, uh, here's the thing: your your complaint for not giving last episode a ten, and perhaps I'm misremembering it. The episode two was a bit. How did Nacho get away? A bit unrealistic, right? This is this mm-hmm. is yeah. What what little wigwash here? Now it's still kind of you know. Okay, fine. The twins missed him or didn't shoot him because they didn't want to kill him. Whatever, and he got out. That's a bit unrealistic. But we we get to see we. Well, we see this is more of a nacho episode here we get to see how he escaped and i think it's pretty cool there i actually i respected it i was like well i while i was watching the episode when he goes inside the oil tanker i'm like well this is kind of you know it's kind of bs if he hides like this and they don't see him more then i could check this oil tanker set in the middle of a field when it's got like of course we'll check it gonna get caught like what this is ridiculous if they don't check here how's he not gonna and then you know he does the hide you know he I don't know, in a swamp, I don't know, he hides in the oil. That was good. I respected that. So I think I think that gives you a lot of respect. You like the um you like Nacho a lot in this episode, because I mean this is a Nacho episode, really, to me, and his little arc and the end of his arc. Uh I don't know if you call it a swan song, but it is oh it's a swan song. Swan song, okay, okay. Oh, swan yeah. song, maybe. <laughs> Like the call with his father, I think you like that final scene. I think you like the, everything leading up to it, the tension, the whole episode. You know, is he going to die? Is he not? I, I you got to give it a 10 this one. Come on. This time it had to be a 10. You gave it a 10. Surely. You give the last episode a 10 now, too, because of this episode. You should. anyway. So you did make the pertinent argument, which is, come on. So, yes, I, come I, on. so yes, I'll give it to you. 10. Thank you, wonderful. Is the last episode a 10 now? <laughs> no, the <laughs> oh. last episode is not a 10. And Come because the, the, if I had 
if I had one gripe about this episode, it's still how did it even get that far in that track? Well, I mean, oh, yeah, we don't know how far he really got, but it not too far. His tire is just oh, oh wait, I, I'll, I'll go with it. Not too far. That's fair. <laughs> okay, we, we don't know right. how far, but I, I still think that's that 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 escape is some BS. But you know, whatever. I, I'm 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 gonna choke it down because the rest of this is so good. This episode, so, is really, I, yeah, this episode. This is my favorite episode so far. Oh, mine too. Uh, the, the, there is so originally though. I will say, I was. I, we were headed into the last scene. I, I knew the timestamp. I knew this was going to be the last scene. And I was like, oh, this is going to, this episode is going to be lucky if it gets a nine because there's been like no Saul and Kim. And then they did, I watched the last scene and I was like, oh, never mind. This is a time for sure. This is, <laughs> this is so good. And that then, was. The I mean, uh, they're pointing at Nacho's death. Where I'm like, he's not gonna die though. They won't kill him this early in the season. Like, it, this, if this Nacho's dead, yeah, if Nacho's dead, it's like a mid-season finale at earliest. He dies. He's yeah. not dying like episode three. That's yeah. that's ridiculous. Which, by the way, this this might indicate a multi-episode gene scene if we're starting to add things up here yeah. in the present time. Just, I don't, I don't, you just possibly. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't think it's likely, but who knows? You know. I do. One can dream. <laughs> one can dream. Okay. Oh, I do. So, it's, but we don't talk about our dreams on show hoppers. No, you don't talk about your dreams. That that's golden. <laughs> that's one of the golden rules. Don't talk about your dreams. People don't want to hear about your dreams. Not your, you know, your aspirations. Not, if you want to be like a mechanic or a doctor or something, but if you want to, if you go to fine. sleep at night, yeah, and you have a dream, don't don't tell people your dreams. I mean, maybe you give them a, <laughs> like a five second gist, like oh, I had a scary dream. Oh, I, you know, but like. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's the pertinent statement right there. If you can't do it in five seconds or less, then just don't do it. Yeah, no one wants no no one wants to hear your long ramble of, oh, you were there, <laughs> you were yeah. there, Mister Sal, <laughs> and you were like a chicken, but you were like a man. But so no, chicken is a dream logic. I don't know how I don't know how it made sense, but you're both chicken and man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody wants that. But I, I take that back. There are some people who do want that. I'm not one yeah, of them. You're not. I'm one not of one of them. them. I feel like yeah. most people. I, I'm, I like some people like to. Talk, I think. Yeah. Anyway. There. there yeah. That's fine. But but anyway. So my my one gripe with the episode was not enough Saul and Kim. But I, I don't even care at this point because the the bookend scenes especially are so damn good i mean they're they are pitch perfect like that they are a master's class in how, in how to craft an episode these bookend scenes the, the beginning and the end it's it's unbelievable it's so good it was yeah it was such like i, I was in the same thing like, oh yeah there's not gonna be a lot of so i i was the, like in the beginning of the episode i was like is this gonna be a full nacho episode and then they tie back in you know he calls them and we get back back to them like are we going to see Saul and Kim and we do it's not a whole lot of them but they wouldn't be over with Nacho and stuff like I'm like no I don't care if this is like a Nacho centric episode yeah, I, I mean either well, I already, saw, I already saw Saul and Kim like whatever let's we'll, we'll see where this goes I'm, I'm digging it I and then yeah I mean that that it, the the amount of job let's like, how about this let's talk about what's our favorite scenes before we keep okay. going on okay so yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guess you as a chalk man you are mr sal you picked the final scene as your favorite and so scene. did you you're right <laughs> of course <laughs> i mean you had it's to so him, right good. it's, it's like... so good it's like you watch it it's going up 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 like he tv well first of all i mean he when he just the tension of it, Juan Bolsa starts it off with like, "Oh, you're a dead man," and then just the 
Oh yeah, the the, the that was explodes and erupts on him. He I, I didn't even realize like I forgot like him revealing to Hector and what he did to him and oh oh my god oh, that, that, and you know going against the plan the plan was that he yeah. runs and then gets shot but yeah the, the, oh man the, the, it was I was a little confused as to what was supposed to happen like I thought the plan was a little muddy but that's okay because. Going, I knew that he was supposed to run. That was enough. That's all mm-hmm. I needed to know. I knew that. I also knew. I knew that he was supposed to die, and that's fine. So I, knew, I needed to know that. But that, you know, when Juan Bolsa st- starts the scene with "You are going to die today," oh mm-hmm. my god! Like that's yeah. like uh, you get your heart's pumping because it's like I, I really like Nacho. Like he's I'm sad, a character yeah, that I've grown good. really attached to, and it's 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 sad knowing that that's coming. But what? What a way to go. Like, what a send-off he got. And that's why I don't even care how much Jimmy and Kim was in this episode because this is the it's send-off Nacho's. that Nacho yeah. deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, even if there was none of them and they just put in more Nacho scenes, I, I don't know what they would put in, but if they did, I, I would have been fine with it just because this is, yeah, it's the last of Nacho. We're not going to see him anymore, really. Yep. Unless we get flashbacks or something, like, yeah. And I'll tell you what, the, a, a runner, the runner-up, like the, the scene that was my favorite until the last scene. Oh, I think I know. What can I guess? <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be him calling his dad? Oh, that was so good, too, though. But no, no it's, not that's not okay. Okay. It's, it's the first scene. When he when he dunks himself under the oil, I was like, yeah. this is this is like iconic. Like I'm watching I can, like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul iconography right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know what I mean? Like I'll never forget seeing him descend under the oil and then the oil just goes still it's I, like, oh. it, that was <laughs> I, I yeah I, it was so good i didn't like in this episode two just somehow not, not exceeded my expectations but went against i didn't expect what happened in the episode at all no every step of the way even when it was right about to happen and even when it's right in your face like yeah. Oil stuff fine. Maybe i've never seen someone dunk themselves in oil to hide themselves but no. it was right there right i mean they showed yeah. the oil Fine. Yep. I didn't expect uh, him to actually die, right? Or at least like, right. I didn't. Think, but they, they're talking about him dying constantly, and then he does it, and yep. then he does die. It's the end of him. I'm like, okay, yeah. wow, that's yeah, oh. <laughs> like it's so good. So, well, I, I'm I'm interested. I, I'm excited to talk about what I think is the funniest thing about this episode, but I I will save that until it actually happens. Okay, I have a pretty funny part too. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, so do you want to just talk about the nacho stuff first then? Or do you want to like go? No, I want to do, do that want... last. Do do, okay, do, do, Jim, do Jim and Kim first. I'll be it. So, uh, anything else you want to say then? Before we go with oh, Paul and Kim. I, I mean, really, I, I'm I'm grateful for this character of Nacho. He, I thought he was so so interesting, and actually, I mean, uh, of all the characters in the show, like there there are only five. I think we said that are credited in every episode, and he's one of them. So it's, it's, it's Saul, Kim, uh, Mike, Howard, and Nacho. And so this is one of the five main characters of the series who we just lost, mm-hmm. who, who will now not be credited in every episode of Better Call Saul, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> but when you think, when you list those characters out, right? Saul, Kim, Howard, Mike nacho like nacho stands out so much 
in that in that group. He's not a lawyer. You know, he's 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 not um, he's not. I mean, he's youngest. He's the youngest of the group. You know, he's he's uh, part of the cartel. I know Mike's kind of part of the cartel, but he Nacho really was the link to the cartel here. Yes, he was the, the biggest so, member of the cartel. Yes. Yeah. So so it's really it's it's sad. It's so sad to lose him, and to think that this all started with just they had to they had to work this character in here somehow because in season two of better call of uh breaking bad the episode called better call saul mm-hmm. uh you know saul in the desert with masks <laughs> jesse and walt says it wasn't me it was ignacio yeah like, so it, and to see that character become just like immortalized in this universe is is pretty amazing so uh, this this episode is just all about nacho it, it, and it, it should be yeah. that's it's great yeah the, i can't uh my first impressions of nacho i remember was i mean i don't remember season one all that great now but he was just i remember he tried robbing the kettleman's money and whatnot and i thought of him more as a petty criminal but the way you know they especially his really the relationship he had with his father he he was i think the first character i think even in season one he highlighted to um saul that he's in the game yeah so he's he's the first character to really say that Saul's in the game, but he himself wanted to be out of the game. Yes, <laughs> and this his whole character struggle has been trying to get out of the game, and more specifically trying to protect his father up until I mean in this episode, but like to yeah. the point where he's you know uh, swapping out Hector's pills, and now he's yeah. working with Gus under the fear for his father, you know all this stuff. So it's just, there was an article posted on Rotten Tomatoes today, which today is the day after. So today's Tuesday. It's the day after the episode aired, aired. Uh, and this is not when you're hearing it, listener, but <laughs> we're recording this the day after it aired. So this article appeared on Rotten Tomatoes today about the character of Nacho. It's, it's an interview with Michael Mando, the actor who plays Nacho. Uh, and it's it, the title of the uh, article was about Nacho breaking good, which is really a really interesting contrast to everything that we've seen out of this yeah. series and breaking bad that, that that genuinely yeah that makes sense because based on what we've seen he's much more of like i guess a, i don't want to say petty because he's working with the cartel but like a criminal in terms mm-hmm. of just, he's just scheming looking out for himself but near the end it just he doesn't look like he cares about the crime at all he just wants to be out or for his father you know his father to yeah. be out i mean the ideas the, are evident of it he's just a lot a lot of parallels i think between nacho and jesse pinkman uh you know i i know mm-hmm. that when breaking bad when i watched breaking bad when i when i started it i remember thinking oh wow i can't believe that this guy got mixed up with this kid right and then mm-hmm. by the end of it actually before way before the end of it by the middle of it <laughs> i was thinking oh my god i can't believe this kid got mixed up with this guy right so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and and I, I I see a lot of that in Nacho as well, like it, it, someone who initially looks to be like just ingrained in the cartel and a bad dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as we get to know him more, and by the end, certainly by the end of this, we just see someone who just wants so badly to be good and to get out, and just can't get out. He's, he's, he's just stuck in there. Um, this oh, it's beautiful it's a beautiful episode it's, he's a fantastic character and so yeah and he constantly yeah. wants to get out but he's yep. always always part of this especially in the later seasons and yeah mm-hmm. so anyway i guess oh, anyway 
Is, uh, do you have anything else you want to say on it, or do you want to go to no Lalo? No Lalo again. Two still no Lalo. Yeah, who is that car following them? We get nothing. Yeah, we still don't know. On it. Still don't know. Lots in the previews about it. Looks like it's somebody we don't even know. Is it? No. Did you did you not watch the next one? I did, but I didn't. I didn't realize that. Uh, well, <laughs> at one point, Kim goes up to the car and says, "Are you following me?" Oh, and yeah. it's it's not anybody that I recognized. Yeah, we'll see then. <laughs> So we'll, we'll, we'll see that for the next episode. But yeah, uh, Saul and Kim, this episode, uh, we start off, they're at home, scheming and timelining. And originally, we don't know what the purpose of it is, but they were going to get a copy of Howard's car. Yeah. Uh, but Kim kind of convinces Saul, you know what? Let's get the real deal. Let's, let's use Howard's car. And so Saul's going to use the good old-fashioned Huel and a valet dupe. So he's going to head off and do that. Meanwhile, Kim goes to work, shows some Suzanne, who's... um. She's the assistant DA, right? She's not the DA. I think so. Yeah. I think so. This office is not nice enough to be the DA's office. <laughs> I don't know who's the DA, actually, because I know the assistant DA, the person they're going to bring right. up is also an assistant DA, but anyway. Uh, so there's some discovery, and she has some, Suzanne has something to tell Kim. She kind of reveals a bit about the Guzman, real name's Eduardo, Salamanca, drug trafficker. We know he jumped, fled to Mexico, died in a massive firefight, so looks like the law thinks he's dead, too. And from what we could tell, it appears Saul represented Nacho, an associate of Tuco. Later, he aided Tuco. And then he's aided uh, Eduardo here. And, you know, Gina, the other assistant DA, thinks Saul may have known Lalo's true identity and might be trying to, uh, you know, they may build a case against him. I don't know. Uh Noteworthy, Gina was present when Saul slipped up and said Lalo yeah. instead of the Guzman. So. so this is all a direct result of his slip up. And they Even showed like, the yeah. slip up in the previously on. So yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure this is the consequence of it. So they are suspicious that he knows who he truly is. Uh, mm-hmm. Suzanne gives Kim a bit of an out here that, hey, if the Salamancas tricked Saul originally by not giving the real identity and whatnot and kind of torn or brought him into the cartel the line cli- the lawyer client privilege was obtained as she says in bad faith i don't know we're not lawyers mr sal but then he could speak freely about what he knows and they would even he'd have immunity if he did anything that was bad and she would you know assure no blowback you know they they wouldn't know it was him he'd be safe to do so so that's the offer yeah protection and immunity yeah so yeah pretty so would you would you do it mr sal I feel like if someone, well, maybe I, should, maybe, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> well, say this now. So okay, here's what I'll say. A, a very immoral person that I would never do is if I ever had the offer of immunity, I feel like I would then immediately try to commit a crime, but then use that immunity to pre- like prevent it. Like, for, <laughs> like, like, you know, if that makes sense in some way, right? What I'm, what I'm trying yeah. to say, right? Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I don't necessarily yeah. agree with it, but I, no, I wouldn't either. I think that's horribly <laughs> unjust. So I'm just saying, well, just, just for the, the heck of it, like, it's in the name of it, but anyway, even something super petty, anyway. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I already asked you the question right at the top of the episode here Do you want to be <laughs> a friend of the cartel or do you want to be a rat? Cool, I, I like uh, Arnold Palmer's too, those are uh, great uh, iced tea drinks. I agree, yeah, really good. <laughs> what I'm confused, I, that was not the question you asked. I'm confused, but I never understood the question. Sorry, anyway, we're going to have to move on here. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kim, after uh, you know, she's having a little chit-chat with Suzanne, 
Uh, Howard drops off his car at the valet, who gets the Huel Babineau special, in which he will. Okay, how many times he pickpocketed, or at least taken, or given? Like he gave the battery to Chuck the season. He's done this, not this season, this series. Breaking yeah. Bad twice, he pickpockets Jesse because he takes the um, cigarette from him, and then he takes the uh, marijuana from him. Uh-huh. Uh, is there any other time he's been pickpocketed? I feel like there must be others. I'm sure. I mean, I think I, he did. It, I think he did it as a test to show Saul he can pickpocket or something. I feel it. Like maybe not. I maybe I'm making that one up in my head. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, he's, he's just he's just he's just a guy that can do he, he's got magic fingers mr sal he should be like a yep. magician or something he can do anyway so how easy is it to take a key from someone like this i uh, not it's not easy <laughs> well, for heel it is so he'll he'll does it yep. uh gives it to someone who starts duplicating the key after the valet climbs like 40 flights of stairs they go oh forgot the key let me get back down there in one minute and they go down 40 flights of stairs in like a minute i swear there's mm-hmm. so many flights of stairs it's going up yes. and down them all day yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thankfully the keys are right on the ground when he must have left them. And uh, yep. Saul's now got a swanky key and a retro fob that goes with it. A retro fob, huh? Like, I looked at some sort of controller. I, I don't know what this was. Originally. I mean, like TV. I, I'm sure that the the car had keyless entry, right? That's what you think it is. Yeah, that's what that's okay. what he said. It's four to unlock and five to lock, or vice versa. Yeah, well, I thought that was like a. I didn't know it was like. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's still keyless entry. I see what you mean. Yeah, like a key fob. Yeah, okay. Yeah, actually, I think keyless. I think it's like the engine starting keyless. It was that even a thing back then? Uh, like keyless starting when, the when engine. When is this? Two thousand seven or eight? I have no idea. I think even I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. This I, I, it was, mm-hmm. I think, but um, not on a you know rental Chevy or or not. What's he driving right now? I have no idea. Namaste. Oh no, that he's driving a, a BMW, I think. Never mind. So they they might he might have had it, but they got the key but, anyway. So they must yeah. they must they must need that if they made the key. Yeah. We went through yeah. all the hassle making the key. So yeah, yeah. Uh, also noteworthy in the car, uh, Huel kind of we have a, we have a bit of like a down to earth moment. Huel kind of gives to Sal here by asking him mm-hmm. a real personal question: Why does you know, why does Saul and Kim do this type of stuff when they're lawyers and they can make good, like legit money and have a good life mm-hmm. already as is. And Saul tries to rationalize it, but you know what? Good things will come by this. You, you're not seeing the big picture here. You can't, but trust me, you know, good stuff will happen by this. And, you know, he's meaning Sandpiper case will close if they ruin Howard and then they'll get their settlement of a 2 million, whatever dollars. And then they can help all these people uh, seemingly. But, you know, he'll thinks he's, you know, whatever. He doesn't really seem to buy it. <laughs> right. Uh, fair enough. Do we really buy it? I don't know. It, the, how much is it? Is it trying to be good people or just they just want to get back at Howard and they're finding some excuses or they just like well, doing it or. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a theme of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, a theme of, of this universe, because I mean, that's that's the Walter White rationale. I mean, that, that that's exactly what that is. It's like why are you cooking meth well my family for my family yeah Yeah. (laughs) family but just like walter white you know at the end of the day saul's doing this for him or if he's doing it for kim yeah seemingly yeah it seems like more like kim than him yeah yeah he doesn't i i feel like he would gladly pull the plug on this but 
Kim is all in. So, so he's into how sweet. So uh, their little storyline ends with Saul coming home. Uh, he's got the key to Howard's car and Kim reveals what Suzanne uh, told her. Kim thinks they're just fishing. They got no real evidence. Noteworthy that Saul does not tell Kim how he slipped up. So that's perhaps yeah. notable. And Kim basically boiled down Sal. You got two choices as Mr. Sal. Actually, I, I don't understand the question Mr. Sal gave me earlier. I never mind. But uh, <laughs> two choices. Either you can be a friend of the cartel or you can be a rat, which is yeah. kind of, I feel like the, the wording of that. Like, I, <laughs> how she not feels about that. Yeah. <laughs> not from a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, you want to be a rat? <laughs> or a friend. Like, I, I was expecting, you know, you can be a friend of the cartel. Or a friend of the law, or a yeah. friend of the cartel, or a champion of justice, or something like that. But rather, yeah. a friend of the cartel, or a rat. Yeah, I would love to if she like spat at you. It would make like a grimace her face go kind of yeah. rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is also interesting here too. I, I don't know if you noticed this. Like Saul's going to do whatever she tells him to do. Yeah. Like, he says, what do you think I should yeah. do? Like, it's also like, open to it. Yeah. I mean, he would have done it if she said, yeah, you should turn yourself in or you should, you should, you know, right. tur- yeah. turn on the cartel. Like he, he is essentially in her pocket at this point. It's, yeah. it's really, it's a really interesting dynamic to see. It's, it's, I, I don't even know how I want to describe it. So Kim breaking bad, but, bringing Saul along for the ride. And it seems like in Breaking yeah. Bad, he has broken bad. Like he's oh, yeah. in the lifestyle of it. So. I mean, but how much of it is what Suzanne, the assistant DA says, which is, you know, I, I think either he didn't know or he's gotten so deep in, he can't figure out how to get out. And, and maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that, yeah, that's probably his accurate. I wonder how much, of, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, I wonder in the Breaking Bad, how much is it? Like, we don't see obviously they didn't make the episode <laughs> the series is not yeah. made for Saul Goodman in right. Breaking Bad so we don't really see like behind uh, the curtain or how his life really is and whatnot and how he feels about things we just see the persona he puts on and in Better Call Saul we can see he's really good at putting up a front even when he's struggling mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah maybe, maybe he's struggling the whole time in Breaking Bad with the yeah, I mean, quandaries that, in his that, life or maybe that, you know yeah, I think that's that you probably hit on something pretty important there is that he is probably struggling the whole time through Breaking Bad. And we just didn't know it because that was not his role in, in Breaking Bad. No. I've heard uh, interviews with, um, I, I can't believe I can't remember his name, the actor who plays Hank. Anyway. Um, uh, Dean Norris. D- yes, Dean Norris. Okay, so I've heard interviews with him talking about how he loved when Saul came out of the show because he didn't have to be the comedic relief anymore. <laughs> so like he he was the comedy in season one and yeah. up until Saul came in in season two and then once Saul came in he didn't have to be that anymore he he became a very serious character with with inner conflict and with you know uh, with layers mm-hmm. um and Saul kind of took on the role of you know I'm the I'm the comedy yeah, it's Bob Odenkirk right? he's he's a, a prolific comedian like it's yeah. so uh so he comes in and he, and he gets to, to be, you know, the, the comedy, but uh, I think there were probably layers there. And I don't know if he played it that way or if it was written that way at the time, but uh, 
retrospectively now looking back on there probably were layers there that we never even knew existed so yeah definitely so that's uh that's the Saul and Kim stuff for the episode I don't know if, mm-hmm. if there's anything else you really want to say on it I mean do we have any semblance of an idea what their uh plan is here for Howard <laughs> we know we know they've tried soiling his name with Cliff but now they also need his car yeah I uh, no my idea. my only my only guess is like here, here, here's my long shot make it look like he was part of a drug deal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. So some way. Not a dealer, just went to go buy some drugs. Yeah. That's my that's my that's my only guess. But uh still yeah, no, I, I'm I'm curious though. I mean I'm intrigued. So mm-hmm. like I said, this is we've never seen I feel like this much of a back end of a scheme. Guys, it seems no, like a you're right. scheme, and it seems like the mega scheme, but they've been Showing them plotting a bit. Obviously, they're still leaving it. And they always leave. normally when they do schemes, they go, "Oh, I got an idea." They talk about it. We don't hear it. They mm-hmm. and, then, and then we see them doing it, and we're we're kind of seeing it for yeah. the first time. That's normally what they almost always do. This time, yeah. they are still showing some planning, and they're doing it, and they're showing, I guess, now the steps to pulling it mm-hmm. off. Which they usually show the steps, I guess. And they, yeah. they're good about that in Better Call Saul. They 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 show us almost everything to make it sensible. So, like they'll show us everything so we believe it so yep i'll give them that so okay well uh okay well let's get into the nacho stuff then the, the real movie yeah. episode the, no oh and the last time probably so uh we started off right the, the the great scene of him ditching the car uh hiding the oil tanker and then when one of the twins comes to look in he hides inside the oil and mm. imagine all those calories he got from that oil mr Cell. <laughs> with that. disgusting i, I want to note this too when he first got out of the truck he took his gun and aimed down the road where yes he did that was very memorable to what walter did in the beginning of breaking bad if you remember when he's his underwear with a gun oh my gosh. Down the road and stuff i yeah, th- yeah. that's what i thought of when he was doing it and then he changed his mind and yep. you know when did something and walt kind of changed his mind but because it was a fire truck or whatever but Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. So I I, I, I don't know if that was on purpose. I feel I it gave me like a memory of that when they showed that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on purpose. So it probably was. I, I you think, know I, I think I, it was. But. You you're you're the Breaking Bad expert. I I've seen it <laughs> once. You, you've seen it several times, and probably more recently than me. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough then. So, uh, until nightfall. Oh, sorry. He waits until night and he leaves the oil tanker, finds a friendly mechanic, which, by the way, I was convinced this mechanic would be dead. <laughs> like, nah. I'm, like, I'm like, this mechanic's too nice. The cartel's going to come over here and they're going to like kill him to figure out where like not to. It's like, I feel so bad for this man. He is he's <laughs> going to die. Maybe he still will. I think he's safe, though, actually. But I was yeah, like, I they're going to save. They're going to they're going to get him for all oh, this poor soul. But um, yeah. they look to make some calls. So first he calls his dad. To check up on him and wants to hear his voice and it's, it's really heartfelt it's pretty sad and, it, it is yeah. I, I didn't know at this point that nacho was gonna basically sacrifice himself for no. the sake of that yeah no definitely didn't know that and, yeah especially with the knowledge of the end of the episode it is so said I, I, I a question comes to my mind of you know is his dad gonna because his dad could kind of i think had this feeling something was up to some degree yeah i think he questioned yeah. his voice or something so yeah. i wonder if he'll figure out Nacho's dead in any way or, you know, his disappearance. And if he'll try to do anything about it. 
Uh, yeah, it's I, very possible. Here's what I'll say. I, I, uh, this is all picking my, so I don't think it's the last we see of, um, I forget the manual. I forget his dad's name. This is not the last, it's not the last we see of Nacho's dad. Yeah. I, in fact, I, I think there's a fair chance that he still dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's a ruthless man. We'll see. But this is, this is not the last we see of him. I, mm-hmm. I think for sure. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, very, very, very good scene. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Nacho calls Mike. Uh, and we see now the other side. We we see the whole conversation, unlike last episode. And then he talks to Gus, and Nacho seems to understand where where his cards are dealt, how the negotiations can work for him, right? He knows Gus is in a bit of a, a bind and needs Nacho dead. But so here are the options: if Gus just kills Nacho, yeah, you'll stop Nacho from squealing, but you're still gonna have heat on you, right? The Salamanca, mm-hmm. yeah, still you're still gonna have some heat on you, or it's not, it doesn't look good for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't kill me. If the Salamancas catch me, then, and I squeal, then that's obviously not good for you. Uh, and Nacho doesn't really bring it up, but presumably Nacho understands if he goes and runs off, then either the Salamancas or Gus will use his dad to mm-hmm. lull Nacho to come back. So, you know, yeah, friend him. Leverage, so, yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of at a bit of a stalemate here. So Nacho's willing to help Gus form a story, as he puts it. Mm-hmm. As long as he has the assurances that his dad will be safe. And Gus, and more importantly, Mike, assure that Nacho's dad will be fine. So yeah. he's in for yeah. yeah, I love I love how Nacho starts this conversation with Gus. He's like, you are so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who says that to Gus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, well, Nacho, Nacho is his filter, especially, I mean, the final scene more than anything, but oh, yeah. his filter is... He doesn't. He doesn't need to be as kind to uh, the big players here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows. He knows where he is. Yeah. So, uh, so off Nacho goes. Now he leaves the mechanic with some oily money, uh, and he crosses the border in a pretty cool slash scary way under the bed of like a semi truck. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Super scary. This one grilled me like to put some screws, <laughs> and I'm just like under. I don't know. Well, anyway, <laughs> it must be loud there. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Probably very bumpy. Uh, he has a nice, mm-hmm. now we know, last meal. Oh, uh, man. Some bourbon or scotch with Mike uh, before he roughs him up. And uh, Yeah. So here's something noteworthy. Well, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave it for the end, actually, because I, I have a bit of... Okay. I, mean, I don't think it's much of a debate, but some signs. So anyway, well, I think you want to say on that? This well, it's just, uh, you know, you, you kind of have the impression just the way he was savoring the meal that this was a last supper. Yeah. And it looked like a pretty nice man. I mean, it was in plastic stuff. But yeah. It looks like a nice meal. So yeah. Uh, later, uh, Gus comes to see Mike and now a roughed up Nacho. He kind of coaches Nacho as to what to say. Uh, you know, whatever you've been working for, from some people out of Peru, been on the payroll for a year. And uh, after that, you're going to say your piece. You're going to get up. You're going to run past Victor and he's going to put you down. So there you go. That's, that's the plan. Nacho. Uh, do yeah. now I did not, I, I was fearful if not Victor would actually put Nacho down. Like I, I, I was, I, I don't know if things are going to go as planned. I wonder if Victor like will willfully like not kill Nacho or something, or like Gus has some other angle here. I don't know how it Why? benefits Gus not to kill Nacho later, but. Oh, I thought that's why Mike was there. Yeah. Well, well, so so that's the thing here. Mike tells Gus, oh, 
let me be there for insurance, right? And Gus yeah. allows it, which yeah. we'll speak on a bit later. So he allows it. Gus will be there. And Nacho looks at a glass he has very closely. Mm-hmm. Very closely. They left him the glass. He looks at it very closely. <laughs> so uh, before before we get to the glass, I just, I, this, this plan, I was pretty shocked by this. I was like, wait a minute. He, they are going to kill him and he knows it and he's yeah. just going to go along with it. Yeah. They, we are going to watch Nacho's death in this episode, aren't we? So, I, I, I mean, I was a little muddy about what exactly the plan was because I didn't know where they were going. I didn't know what they were doing, you know, but this is, uh, th- this was pretty shocking. As far as the glass goes, the, the glass, that's not the glass that he drank out of, right? He was drinking out of he the was glass. Drinking, he was drinking out of the glass, and he looks at it, so presumably this is where he gets the glass shard. Okay, because I thought face, he got the glass shard. I thought it was uh, the glass shard they showed right in the very beginning. I don't know if you... The, before the... So, Mr. Sal, that opening title is actually the glass shard, like, at the end of the episode. That's the future. Because oh. there's also the zip ties in the background, which is where he zip tied, oh, okay. cut off. That blue flower, I think, indicates Nacho's dead body. Oh, there wow. and that and that glass if you see after um all said and done after we see um yeah hector shooting his corpse that yeah. glass shard is in the exact same spot it is like in the intro but oh wow so okay so that is that is the future oh man oh this episode is so good <laughs> that's the future because if you rewatch it you'll you'll totally there might be some other stuff i, I didn't know really, but if you rewatch it you'll totally see the easiest thing to see you'll see like the the um, zip ties, how they were, you know, in a cuff man mm-hmm. cut. So, yeah. Wow. Oh man, that's the, so. So he, so presumably he breaks the glass ear to him get that glass shard. But oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> so he has right. whatever. He's at a glass shard. Uh, next day, it's meeting time. They drop off sniper Mike. Him and Nacho share a tiny nod of a. However you want to interpret it, but. It's very sad. Uh, Gus's men meet up with Juan Bolsa, the twins, and Hector uh, by their favorite torture spot. You know, for a good this, death. The favorite torture spot. What do you mean by that? I don't know. I was just, I was, I just labeling it the favorite torture spot. I is thought this is this the house that that Hector I thought about and Tuco it. lived that's, in. That, that's, that's what I thought. About. I don't think it is. It okay. doesn't remind me of it. I, I wondered it, but it doesn't look anything like it. I, maybe it is. That's what I thought about. It, it, maybe it is. I don't. I don't think it is, but. Okay. Um, could be. So I have to go back and check. So what's it? Uh, for good death, Nacho chirps uh, to the kind Juan Bolsa. Basically says what Gus wanted him to say, pinning it on some other uh, people. But Hector points out Gus, and this is where Nacho just starts his tirade. Right? He scoffs at this notion. It's the chicken man. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not the chicken man. I hate all of you, Salamancas, you psychos. These <laughs> I, psychos, I, I love it. Yeah, I wish I, I, w- I, I do it I again for free. It for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do it again for free. Uh, anytime's over. I, I, I've been on the payroll for over a year, right? I wish I killed Lalo myself, right? And then yeah. after doing that, he gets more enraged. He, he looks over at Hector and Hector, I swapped your pills, remember. I did this to you, how you are now. And this guy, this chicken man, I had to watch him save your life <laughs> after what I did to you. Uh, uh, no. Which, by the way, him doing this outburst makes me more worried for his father. 
<laughs> but um yeah whatever uh when when Juan he says something to kind of hand over Nacho you know it's, he's yours now to the Salamancas Nacho kind of yeah. springs his trap takes Juan's gun and ends with shooting himself <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah. that's and that's the end I mean Gus and his men go it's kind of it, it's a dark humor, but they pick up Hector and let Hector shoot Nacho's corpse a bit more. This is the, this, yeah. the, this is the funniest thing. It is so a dark humor. Yes, it is like they pick him up and he's just shooting his corpse. Like, like not the it, shooting part, but he, it's a wheelchair. Yeah, it has wheels. It rolls. They left him, but they <laughs> carry him over. They don't want to get him dusty. They don't <laughs> give him a good angle. They don't give him a good angle too. <laughs> That's high up angle easier for his arm. Oh uh, my god, it was yeah. so funny. But, but right after not, this, not the shooting of the corpse. That is not funny. But I think I think there's some dark humor there. But there's um uh, but right after this is where they show um like the glass how it's and right where like right where it's positioned is where it is in the future in the intro. Okay, scene that they show. Oh so, man, uh, that's, that's amazing. Um, at one point, Mike says, "When Nacho has the gun to Juan Bolsa's head, Mike says, do it.'" Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, Mister uh, Mr. Sal, I'm going to tell you right now, Mike helped Nacho uh, do this. This is a plan that I think that they made together. Oh, yeah. okay. You're guessing. So, well, I I am confident of it based on some things. Okay, okay number one, number one, number yeah. one. That last meal, they clearly showed he only had plastic. He had plastic mm-hmm. utensils. Plastic, like, you know, it, everything was plastic, okay? Mm-hmm. They purposely didn't give him, like, metal or glass stuff. But then he had glasses for water, right? Yeah. Yep. was Mike. Number two, Mike said he wanted to be there for backup. I think he wanted mm-hmm. to be there, uh, you know, it, for Nacho's sake, to make sure things went well for Nacho, just to mm-hmm. see it out. Okay, I don't think there's much of a point. Like, what? wait, he wants to see Nacho die? I don't think that's like I, I I don't think that's what Michael because we know what Mike cares about Nacho to some degree right and also yeah they share that nod and mm-hmm. Mike saying do it I don't think it's him wanting Nacho to kill Juan Dulce he wants Nacho to uh you know their plan shoot himself just a guaranteed yeah you think there you think that that was the plan they put together is for yes. Nacho to shoot himself yes. You don't think that Mike, when Mike said do it, he was talking about Juan Bolsa? No, because I think then, uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe maybe it was for Juan Bolsa, but I think I, if it was, uh, all I think is it was pre-planned out, though. I think. It might have been. It I mean, might have been. It was pre-planned out. I, see, I think if he takes out Juan Bolsa and then one other guy, and Mike, <laughs> then- can get, Mike can get another guy, Victor can get another guy, they take out all three Salamancas plus... I mean, they could always kill all the Salamanca. It's just the two twins are the biggest concern. You just gotta, and you have Sniper Mike. I mean, literally, if you just, if if you just coordinate so that way, one of the guys shoots him, and Mike shoots the other one, and then Juan Bolsa is probably not the fastest shot. Like, it's not killing them is not the issue. It's just, I mean, the the fallback from the cartel because Donnie Ladio would then like, I mean, there's there'd be so much fallback. They, they can't kill each other because yeah. of the fallback from it that they would get. Well, then they could just blame Nacho. <laughs> Say Nacho did it. <laughs> yeah, he's dead anyway. Oh, it's funny. This guy got shot by a sniper rifle. Nacho did that. <laughs> no, it's nice. yeah. Interesting. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I am kind of with you that Mike and Nacho set this up, but I'm 
kind what of. What do you think of Juan Bosa? You think you think they're I, going for a bigger I, target? I'm thinking, yeah, I th- I'm thinking that the idea was to go for Juan Bosa, and Nacho just kind of saw that there was, still was no way out for him. The, the, the thing about it is, uh, Mike doesn't react in such a way that seems to me like Nacho messed up the plan. Yeah, you looks sad. Right. He looks sad, yeah. but I mean, I think it's just because Nacho died. I don't think he. I don't think he, I feel like if he missed, now maybe he wouldn't, you know, obviously I'm just speculating, but I think he would go like, ah, dang a kid or like, nah, like, so just something, you know, like, yeah, indicate that Nacho has messed up. I got you. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. So it, it is, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, it's very, very cool. Very sad. Just very cool. It's unique. I mean, this is, this is a situation I, like I can't. I, has it ever happened in like a TV show? I mean, I've never seen a TV show where it's been like self-sacrifice to this degree of like making an agreement with someone, doing all this. I I don't know. It's just what a unique um. Yeah, I mean, situation. self-sacrifice in the moment. I've seen plenty of times, but yes, this was in like the moment. Pre- this is premeditated. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this whole yeah. plan out for it, and like just the methodology by which it occurred. I mean, it probably has been complicated, like longs self you know sacrifice type of mint or forms of media mm-hmm. but probably like an army movie or something but just uh, just the fashion by which it was done and like yeah. i mean i've been seasons in, in the making so it, it, it yeah it was good so, yeah it's it's, it's fantastic and by the way i did say last week nacho's dead you said that nacho was going to elope with kim so i think i was closer <laughs> to right on that one <laughs> possible yeah i mean i i I guess by the definition you were, but you know, <laughs> who like who looks at definitions? I mean, um, many people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one way I would like to be right. I like mm-hmm. being right, but definitionally, really, you like that? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good so. stuff. Good stuff. Thank you. No problem. Uh, I should also note, so they're, they're sticking with their little trend of blank and blanks. Next episode is yep. Hit and Run, which is directed by Reese Seahorn. Ooh. The actor that plays Kim, which is yep. interesting. Uh, see where that goes. Hit and Run. Uh, so probably the car. Oh, oh, you know, that could be Howard's car. I don't know. I don't oh, know. it could be. It could oh, be. It's correlated. That, that, that's what this episode is. That, that, yes. That's what it indicates to me. So Yes. I'll say this, like looking at the titles is up like this season. I mean, they have a theme. Karen is thick. Good title. I'll, I mean, at least I'll remember the Kettleman part of it. Rock mm-hmm. and hard place. I think I'll remember that because Nacho was in a rock and a hard place. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that was I think, a good title. Wine and Roses. Mm. That that I won't remember. That, that's that's that was. Yeah, that was a weaker one. So we'll this, this is a this is a great. This is a good title. I, I think I still like Carrot and Stick a little bit more as a title, but the issue the issue with Kieran and Stick is it only reminds me of the one part of the episode, mm-hmm. which I should say this. I guess it is probably the biggest part of the episode. Basically, Rock and Hard Place reminds me of a much bigger part of an episode. Like I, was, I won't oh, remember sure. uh, the ceiling of Howard's car, but I think that's going to be more inconsequential than Natchez's death. The Kieran and the Stick part, I will remember the Kettlemans and what they did to the Kettlemans. Uh, but okay. I, I won't remember this other stuff that happened in that episode, like all the other nacho stuff and him trying to run away and stuff. That that won't um show as well to okay. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take, I take that point. Hey, how do you know that next episode is directed by Ray Seahorn? Wikipedia. Oh, uh, well, all right. 
<laughs> that's there. <laughs> that's how I know. And also, uh, I don't want to say it must I, must must be true then. Gus is directing the sixth episode of the season. Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Those are the only, they have some to, uh, to be announced directors that haven't been announced. Yeah. Yet. So maybe, maybe we'll get some other actors that are doing it. But I mean, usually, usually Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan direct premieres and finales, but they did not direct the premiere. No. Vince uh, Mike, Michael, Mor- Michael Morris, I think. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vin- Vince. Gilligan directed Carrot and Stick. Yes, that's right. Now, Peter Gould did write uh, Wine and Roses, though. He did write it, but the the finale and the penultimate. Penultimate's Vince Gilligan, final finale is Peter Gould, and the penultimate which will be, it will, was written by Vince Gilligan, and they have not announced who wrote the, they have not announced who wrote the finale. So. You're all, you're, you're talking about the finale the half season finale? No, the, no, the finale the finale. Oh, so I'm just like the finale finale. Who is the finale directed and written by? Finale. So finale, they have not announced, at least according to the Wikipedia, they have not announced who it is written by. They have announced it is directed by Peter Gould. Okay. And the penultimate is it's Vince Gilligan directed. Yeah. Directed and written. Oh, and written. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah, so. Oh, I think that's a good indicator that that, that we're gonna have multiple GNC gene episodes. <laughs> Because I can't, I can't believe Vince Gilligan doesn't write a Gene episode and direct it. You think that's the case? Okay. Ah, yeah. Oh man, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about so bad. Like the second I see some black and white, I'm gonna. Oh, that's gonna be a ten. That might be an eleven. <laughs> Who knows? Like, that, that might be man. <laughs> You're gonna break the scale. Oh man. Well, Kurt, have you checked the time? No, nah, but I, oh whoa. I have not checked the time, Mr. Sal. I, I couldn't believe it. It's TV time. Well, it is TV time. Wow. <laughs> Thankfully, Michelle, this is going to be a very easy TV Very time. easy one. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> the world's easiest TV type of the world. The people gave it a five. I think that's yep. Okay, yep. What percentage? 93%. 93%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I, I should say, like, this is pretty soon after it airs. So th- this these numbers could change. They could. So, uh, for example, when I voted, okay, when I voted uh, for my favorite character, the consensus favorite character was Saul at like 55%. Wow. But that was right that, after right after it finished airing. That, that's so, got to be people just randomly going, oh, I'm, I'm doing Saul. I'm pre-voting Saul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> So, but anyway, that that is not necessarily the case anymore. Although, I won't say whether it is or not. I feel like you've kind of hit that it isn't. But what if it's just some big meta game thing? Well, anyway, you you can guess my character. Uh, Nacho. Uh, <laughs> wow, man, you got me. Yeah, I would say Nacho. I think you said Nacho. I think the people said Nacho. Yeah, absolutely, all three. Ninety-eight uh, percent Nacho right now. Wow. <laughs> Have you? I've never heard of the. I've never heard that. of that. That is wow. I mean, it's, uh, rightfully so. Not only like, yeah, the main character yeah. of this one. I mean, yeah. the immemorial. I mean, how, uh, I, 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 who's not voting now? It must be. Mis- uh, oh, why? What are the other percentages of their list? One percent for Jimmy and one percent and one percent for Mike. Ridiculous, both ridiculous. Also ridiculous, yes. Ridiculous, I, ridiculous. I agree. Well, I'm sure, yeah, that is the highest percentage. Despite that, still ridiculous. 
<laughs> I know. I, 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 I want to who gave one percent are people that completely forgot who Nacho is, and they're like, "Huh? Who's this guy?" <laughs> okay, he's running away. Oh, he died. What series are you? What are you? What watching? is it Who is that his dad? <laughs> okay, I mean, whatever. And then, yeah. Okay, that I mean, guy's dead now. Thank goodness. Let's let's get back to the Mike and Saul train. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, <laughs> like that's only the only thought I could think of. People not voting Nacho. They just didn't know who he was watching this season. They for completely forgot about him. Like I don't, I don't know yeah. how you do that. <laughs> I, well, I think you might be right on the pre-voting thing. Yeah, pre-voting anything probably happens. Although, can you pre-vote? I mean, you, people might just vote while they're watching or before they watch the episode. Oh, you can. No, I'm, I'm not you, saying you can pre-vote. Oh, you can pre-vote for the later episodes. Yeah, I can pre-vote for next week already. So <laughs> yeah, give, give, give it a vote to Howard. Give it a vote to Howard. Check <laughs> Howard a vote. It, it might, give it him might happen. Give him a pre-vote. We'll give, give him a pre-vote first. Let's give him a pre-vote and then change your vote later. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I hope that these people who didn't vote for Nacho go back and change later. But I was shocked when I when I voted for Nacho and he was in like third place behind Jimmy and Kim. And I was like, well, wait, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. 98%. Wow, that is actually really impressive, though. That yeah. is that is the high. I don't know what's the highest we've seen. To compare I think to it's got to be that. I don't think I know, no, no, it totally is. I'm trying to think what's second place, though. It's got to be Marty and Ozark somewhere. Probably. Like probably like high 80 or low 90s. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, 98 yeah. definitely the highest. That is world record. Breaking. Well, in right oh, no, so. no, it's 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 got to be Dexter and Dexter New Blood. That, mm, I'm sure probably. one of those. <laughs> early, early Marty and Dexter and Dexter New Blood. Early Dexter and Dexter New Blood also. Yeah. yeah they, they, they were good. They were stealing the show. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this, the very first episode, it had to be. No, because they still because they show they 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 do like show his um. I mean, it's not really much of a sport. Oh, I, that's right. It, though, it was 93 percent for Dexter. Yeah, because I can see I can see one. people I can see people voting yeah. for some other characters just for, to yes. tease that. Yeah, so that yeah. one. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm I'm proud of TV time here. They did good here. I'm pr- I'm proud of a lot of people. I'm proud of you, Mister Sal. Oh, hey, thanks for um. Maybe I'm not proud of you. I might have to resend that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm proud of you. <laughs> I might have to resend that one. Rats. <laughs> no. No, no. Good, 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 good work, Mr. Salon, for what you do. Oh, thanks. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I think. No, no problem. I, and good work as well to you, Kurt. I, I'm proud of you as well. For what? As well, as as your former teacher. I'm I'm proud of you. <laughs> what? Look, look, look at what you've become. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's all because like- it's all because of me. <laughs> some ego trip thing like oh, I, wonder, I, I taught that kid so you know, I, that's all me that's it never thought about that teachers must some teachers must have that like i think there must be a very small like teach sex or teachers that you go you know what that's all on me right there <laughs> I, I, I take credit for all that that was I, I don't I don't I don't know anybody who thinks. No, I don't that. think. I yeah, I I don't think I know either. But I I just there's gotta be at least yeah. someone out there. I maybe, but I mean, I, I certainly have had lots of pride for lots of my former students. But it's because of that. Oh, pride's a different thing. Yeah, pr- yeah, pride's yeah. a different thing. You know, yeah, that's the, 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 yeah, different, different thing. Going, I've, that's me though. Yeah, I mean, I, I have had students, you know, say. I owe a lot of this Ooh. to you, and I'm like, but really. No, you don't. It's it's well, back in Mr. Sal's head. He's going, but you kind of do. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, say no more. Say no more, former student. Say no more. I, 
I know what I've done. I, I know. I know. Anyway, it's no, nice to hear that. It's nice to hear that. But but really, ultimately, the, the people are going to do what they do. So yeah, not badly. So and the listeners, do what you guys are going to do because, well, we're going to be doing more Better Call Saul next week. Uh, please subscribe, review the podcast, five stars, share it. Those are all appreciated. Uh, if you want to contact us, showburstpodcast at gmail.com. Next week's episode is uh, hit and run. We'll be I got one. I got one more thing to say. Oh no, we got nothing to say. By all means, Mister Sal, what is it? <laughs> well, two things actually. First two of things. all, congratulations to you, Kurt. This is our two hundredth episode of Show really? Wow, two hundredh episode. Congratulations. Probably should have started off with that. <laughs> I probably should have, but, we, but I, I forgot. But now I put it here. Uh, and the other thing is, we have an exciting new a series starting next week as well. So, yep. so when you hear this, on um, you know. Thursday, which is coming up soon. Uh, this will be uh, impr- uh, re- before Better Call Saul season uh, six, episode four. We'll cover that next week on Thursday. But on Monday, before you hear the next Better Call Saul episode, we will have coverage of Ozark season four, episode, what is that, eight? Yes. Yeah, eight. So the, the, the premiere of season 4b yes. or 42 however you want to think about we're, it we're, we're back in we're back in the game where did they yeah. that, uh, who would have thought these two shoes would have collided i can't <laughs> believe of, it I'm, I'm i can't believe they're, they're like i don't think it's a super i don't, I don't think what i'm about to say is a hot take here but they're kind of competing series in terms of like <laughs> similar you know itching similar in the same itch. yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. they're 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 in that same vein I, they're not exactly the same I, I like them both and mm-hmm. they are unique they're not you know yeah. they are unique but i mean now yeah, now so- i mean i don't want to start spoiling ozark just the better class audience, but there's 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 parallels that can be drawn. Especially <laughs> now we're getting into later seasons. Like, oh. Yes, yes. So so we'll look forward to next week on Monday Ozark, and on Thursday Better Call Saul. And goodbye, listeners. We're done.